0: and 365 day returns.
1: Welcome aboard Sea of Friends, your weekly Sea of Thieves voyage. I'm Last Call for Lunch.
2: I'm Miss Lunch Lady.
1: And I'm Darkest Warhawk. Today's episode, we're gonna be talking about our initial thoughts on a Pirates Life, Pirates of the Caribbean update. But before that, don't forget audio versions of the show are uploaded every Friday. The video version hopefully up on the the weekend following, um, maybe sometime later in the week, you know, depending on how busy I am.' <laughs> editing the video stuff is more work than I was imagining. <laughs>
2: we should also probably i mean i know you just said that we're going to talk about it but like spoilers guys i
3: yes i was gonna i was actually gonna interject when you're about to start it and say you know something to the effect of hey we're not going to go through everything detail by detail but there are going to be spoilers so if you're yeah. not through this first tall tale you know or or haven't played yet just a warning
2: if if people are like working to avoid hints and clues and the stuff that's happening in season three then uh they probably should not listen to this because i know yeah. i haven't been watching streamers this week um oh, right. since i've only done the first tall tale yeah
1: we've so. been going through boxy withdrawal yeah. yeah
2: we're we're on serious boxy withdrawal right now
1: but so if you had yeah so if you haven't tuned in if you ha- tuned in if you haven't uh played the update yet and you don't want anything spoiled for you don't listen to this episode but still hit that subscribe button on your favorite <laughs> podcast app at whether it be Apple Podcasts or 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 uh iHeartRadio, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Soon Spotify.
2: Oh my goodness.
1: And hit that follow on YouTube. See you at these podcasts.
2: We're everywhere.
1: Yeah. And then come back and listen to this episode to hear what we think. And then let us know what you think. Exactly. Way to go. Why did I say way to go? I'm sorry.
2: We got it. We summed it up, guys. So, um, what everybody think about that tall tale
1: it was all right
3: <laughs> I, no it was great i'm trying to contain my excitement so i'm not like yelling
1: into the mic well. <laughs> because... if you're excited and you want to yell just yell buddy
2: it's oh, they can turn their volume down oh my goodness
1: what a first tall tale
2: <laughs> it was pretty epic man
1: it, i mean story-wise and what you experience in it might be one of the best tall tales in my opinion i agree because i feel like a lot of the other tall tales you're not really experiencing the story you're reading the story i feel like that's kind of a different thing you know what i mean
2: yeah
3: 100 i i think for a lot of people with obviously them partnering up with disney to make this a reality everyone has in their mind either the movie they have in their mind maybe the ride if they've been on it before or a combination of the two and I think that this first tall tale especially um, with the music the theme the what you go through what you walk through it's it really brings that nostalgia and everything all together and it was just really really well done
2: and like you said Anthony you don't you don't have to focus too much on the quest in your hand which is kind of nice like you're not flipping in and out of the quest wheel to try to like read things and clues you the game leads you it does the legwork for you and just lets you enjoy the story and there yeah yeah and there are
1: things to figure out right
2: oh for sure it doesn't like leave mystery behind by any means like there are there are things to figure out but the the characters and the um, the dialogue is getting you there, not necessarily the quest book.
1: Yeah and it's like you know instead of you know you turn the page in the quest book and you're like now you're reading you're like, what is this a riddle? I gotta figure out <laughs> where I'm going. This is kind of different where it's like you just come across a skeleton with a cup in his hand and it says like this guy wants a recipe and you're like, I think I should go find a recipe or something.
3: Yeah, I, I totally agree. It actually kind of made me chuckle a little bit because if I look back at it, uh, my my family, my brother especially, is not like into reading books at all. He, but he always waits for the movie to come out, even though the book might be amazing. And I thought that was funny with this tall tale because they kind of explained, obviously, what you're going to kind of experience and what's happening. And then the book did a really good job of, of getting a little bit deeper in and, and explaining a little bit more um, from that perspective, from like what Calypso said and what you're going to the island to actually do, so it's kind of a a nice broad uh, or a nice uh, combination of the two to kind of go in. You read the book and got a little deeper uh, while you're going in, but visually everything was right in front of you and, and you could hear everything, like you said, Casey, to mark you down and and push you forward throughout the quest.
2: And if you were watching for like the spectral elements, like they were leading you as well, like and then that's more visual
1: oh definitely I think overall just a wonderful wonderful job
2: it also visually the whole thing didn't look like anything we've seen before like if you've done the other tall tales and you've gone to the shores of gold then you know that island also looks different than the rest of the islands in the Sea of Thieves this island I I don't know that what's the name of it Sailor's Grave Mm -hmm. um Also visually looks different. I mean, you know, it's obviously cohesive, but gives us, like, a new color palette to work from. And it's, like, moodier and spookier and um, definitely inspired by the Pirates of the Caribbean.
3: Oh, for sure. I I 100% agree with that. Like, it still had the Sea of Thieves theme to it and the visual kind of look. But I think they really did... You know draw out your curiosity on and and use that to kind of against you in a way to kind of keep furthering the quest along um and i thought that was just really cool how they did that i my heart was kind of uh beating you know the entire time what's going to happen next what's going to kind of come especially later on in the quest which we can kind of get to then but um yeah just really piqued my curiosity every which way in turn and if you turned around too, I, I noticed obviously, and I think Casey, you might've been the one on the ship that did it, but all of a sudden you turn around like, wait, that, that was a ghost. There, there was a ghost on our ship. And it was just like, wait, wait, you look around. was like, wait, I didn't see anything. What are you talking about? And then later on, so they like popped up again. So it was just the curiosity and, and just kind of kept you there at that, that note waiting to see what was going to happen next.
2: And it's sort of divided into halves, right? Because if you think back to the the beginning, we rolled up on that on the island and had to do the the kind of obstacle course, and then the second half is more about the the um, what am I looking for, like the scavenger hunt or whatever of it all, you know. So like it's it's neat because they have something that's gonna appeal to anybody, like in the Tall Tale, whatever your kind of preferred game style is, you've got both. But neither of them were so difficult that it would put people off.
3: Oh, 100% too. And I, I would say to kind of add on to that even more, it was, it told the story really well that you can kind of see visually what you know, what happened in the past. So it kind of caught you up to speed as you went through and what what took place to get you to that second part and even a third part of the story. So I thought that was really cool. And and, and how you said it too, Casey, is that it brought you along and then it made you kind of figure out, you kind of understood the story. And then the second part, you had to go and kind of figure out what was just given to you kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And that was really fun about it.
1: I, so I haven't, um, I've never been to Disney World, right? So I've never ridden the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. But that first journey into the area, is that, like, quite faithful, Casey, to to what you experience in the ride with the voices and the ghosts standing around, talking, playing music, and the dead man, tail, no tales.
2: <laughs> that is, I mean, I guess I'd have to look it up to know for sure, but there... I feel like they were pulling audio right out of the narration on the ride. Um or maybe that voice actor I would have I would have a hard time believing that the the voice actor who did the original ride is still alive. Um but maybe they've got somebody who's who's like faithfully recreating his voice. Um but the the like journey you're on is not. You know, the like the visuals of it are not. You know, the ride is very much like through a town and then out onto the ocean and now it's you know translated a little bit into like the actual movie plot um but so the the stuff that you're seeing isn't but the sounds are like the music is the voiceover is and then of course you get the visual literally of people on a little rowboat which is like what you're riding when you're riding the ride so i definitely feel like it was an homage to the ride for sure and i'm i'm excited to see where the ride pops up in the rest of the tales cuz obviously the movie is going to be represented in the rest of the tales but what about the ride
1: i know of um, i don't know what tale it is but I, I know of one more ride thing in the tales ooh don't tell me i'm not i'm not going to tell you <laughs> i've already i've already I'm ruined so soon, something man. once for her i don't want to do it again <laughs> uh,
2: no. i'm
3: so
1: sorry
2: it's okay <laughs>
3: no i agree i don't think that it was like perfect match the ride but to have those you know cues uh that you're listening to really did make me think back to the ride as well and i thought it was really cool throughout the especially the beginning you like watch the pirates go down the boat and you know when when you're walking around in the cave and the boat's kind of following along that actually made me think of the ride itself because that's when you're in the boat as you're walking you know or not walking but riding through the ride and seeing all this kind of happen now mm-hmm. it's kind of almost flipped around but still seeing and telling the story as it went I just thought it was a really unique way of how they did it
2: yeah it's really cool they did a great job It, I, I feel like there are other tall tales where you're kind of like you'll get in it and you'll be excited and then you just start dragging ass because it's like you're hung up on a clue and you can't figure it out or there's too much to look around for or it's so hard to find and i really didn't feel that happening with this one like i felt like it they they just genuinely wanted people to like experience this and not have to fight with it if that makes sense yeah
1: i feel like i feel like there's nothing in your way to stop you from experiencing the story of at least the first telltale, right I think the only, the only issue we were having with was with um, figuring out those final puzzles just to unlock the commendations. Yeah, that was like extra from it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you could have completed that Tall Tale way quicker than us. Like, we just wanted to find every single thing that we could.
1: And I'm well, not going to say, you know, what it is, just in case anyone listening hasn't experienced it yet. But the commendation, The Secret of Sailor's Grave, that music was so good. I could have hung out in that area all day long and just put on some sunglasses, grabbed a drink with a little umbrella, you know, leaned back in my chair, turned on my lights really bright. So I was like the sun, you know, and just been on vacation in my room here. You know, you can't see it, but my hands are behind my head right now. Like I'm relaxing (laughs) on a (laughs) beat. Yeah,
2: no, it was good. And it was music that, um, well, you know, I think the music of Sea of Thieves is, has always been impress- impressive, but it's awesome to hear them expanding it and hear them putting in new styles of music and doing new stuff. It's like, they don't take shortcuts, you know? That telltale would have been great without that music, but they, st- they added it in.
3: Yeah. And what I loved about the mu- I mean, the music to me, I agree. I could just have that on a soundtrack as I'm going, and maybe it might make me more productive when I'm working
1: because it gets intense <laughs> at times. But I thought well, the they, music- They've released um, the individual track. They haven't released, like, a whole album. But if you go on Spotify or something and look up Sea of Thieves, they, ha- like, release, like, individual tracks periodically. And so oh. you can kind of just build your own Sea of Thieves playlist. I'll let the to see for or the Apple Taltils, Music then. or whatever you listen to music on.
3: Now I'll have to take a look then for the tall tale one especially, but I really like the the music because there again and it was more they had a lot of similar song like for that you're that you're used to from the Pirates of the Caribbean and even the ride, but they they meshed it they changed it just just a little bit to really add depth to what was happening in the tale at the time, and that's what I loved. It was eerie, but it was still comforting and classic as the disney ride or the pirates of the caribbean movie um and i, I that's what that's what i found really appealing about it it was funny I, I uh you know we talked before we didn't want to ruin it um by watching other streamers go for it and i caught up with boxy and and beard beard to get in stream and only watched the until they got through the first tall tale and it was funny because we talk about the music and the styles like beard was like are they having mongolian throat music like in <laughs> Sea of these right now <laughs> and they did i mean they they had just again just a, a mix cuz at that point it really added into you know the tale and it was just something that you're not really used to so i just think they did a great job with
1: that all around yeah so let's let's push forward and get to the 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 bread and the butter the cream of the crap Alright? The, the the good stuff. That good voyage. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an inside joke between me and Casey that no one understands.
2: That's true, but I got it. Should we tell the joke? Should we explain it?
1: Uh, so the kiddo at school, what was it, Mother's Day? Mother's Day. They had him fill out a sheet about his mom. and uh, Which is me. Yeah. And uh, asked questions, and he would answer, and they'll write it down, and then sent it home with them. And we were reading it, and it was like, "What does your mom like to do? Uh, she likes to do nothing. <laughs> what, what makes your you mom laugh? laugh? Uh, she doesn't laugh. <laughs> what do you like to do? Uh, I like to cook with my mom because my mom likes to cook, which not really super accurate. Sometimes, right?
2: Yeah. No, he just told a bunch of lies. <laughs>
1: like so and it's then there's pirate. pasta which Kate, uh, she's not a big fan of she'll eat it you know but she, it's not like her favorite thing and then it was like what's your mom's favorite food and his response was that good pasta <laughs> so that's that's the inside joke of just
2: that good pasta
1: that good pasta so we, we say we say that from time to time around here about things like that good you know that good tv <laughs> that good blanket give me that good blanket <laughs>
3: I say it's funny that you said that mom mom never laughs because if you haven't listened for the first like fifteen minutes of this she's she's been giggling the whole time which I love
2: I love that he he literally said nothing makes me laugh and I'm like right. really bro like pretty sure
3: everything
1: does in a way
2: I'm like that's rude that makes me sound like the most evil mother in the world that I don't I literally don't laugh
1: what does your mom like to do nothing does she laugh no. <laughs>
2: But he, I know my kid and he gets very nervous when he gets put on the spot and like, and he'll tell, he'll like answer a question like that and then come back to me later and be like, Hey, I thought about it. And I, I actually think that you like to sew or whatever. Um, anyway, way diverge from the point of this podcast, but so you want to get to that good void.
1: That good (laughs) voyage.
2: So what, what are you talking about?
1: Probably
2: the like end the of the point. Half. Oh, you the want end. to talk about the end of it? Oh, when we... Oh,
1: yeah! When you get on the ferryman's boat, and you get downstairs... Sorry, I got a frog in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> it kind of rhymed, though, right?
2: The ferryman's yeah. boat, and the frog in your throat?
1: And then you're going around the corners, and you hear someone talking. And I know we are all excited. I can. not I heard it in our voices. I heard it, and I heard it in your voice, Bill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I went. I went back and watched that vod. And then you turn the corner, and there he is, Captain Jack Sparrow. How how did we feel? How how excited were you? Dude, I was
3: so excited. You're, Cause you you know it's coming, right? It's it's coming around. He's coming around the corner. And the first thing I remember seeing is. The actual hand outstretched with the bone and he's just you know like the classic jack sparrow trying to get the dog and it was just oh my god this is happening and, and and there was a part of me that's like this is the end we're gonna meet him and then that's gonna be like the tall tale and go on to the next one but you know it was just the beginning realistically uh there was so much left at the end of that that was really exciting but yeah, my heart was thumping when when we finally saw him.
1: I just you you ran up and you were like, "I got the keys."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's true. I um uh, I feel like it was subtle, but I liked it. Like as you were going downstairs, there's barrels, so you know you're going to need that. Like you can kind of mentally prepare like, "Okay, we're clearly going to need cannons and food or these barrels wouldn't be here." Um so I liked that we were kind of set up for that. Because I, I had the same fear, right? That we would just like meet Jack Sparrow and scene. Like that, then it's over. Um, so I'm glad that you got to meet Jack Sparrow, but with the anticipation of like something else is coming.
1: And then we let him out. We talked to him. And then all of a sudden, the flying Dutchman pops up out of the water next to you.
2: The most amazing thing I've ever seen in this game.
1: And then you have to fight the Flying Dutchman.
3: Well, it's typical just Sea of Thieves fashion, right? So you got your spectacle on Jack Sparrow and he's talking and and going through the dialogue at that point with the ferryman. And then you hear that shrill of the music and that little chill uh, goes up your spine and you look over and there it was, to your point. Again, those gnarly teeth just pierce the sea and it comes out of the water and... You're like, oh shit. What's <laughs> what's about to happen? I mean, I again I thought the tall tale was gonna be over or semi concluding afterwards. It's like, nope, we are we're going into battle right now.
2: And you really did. You got to battle like with Jack on the ship. And it didn't it didn't feel uh, you know, like, you couldn't win. Like, it felt like it was, it, again, people were are set up to succeed. And it, it's just a brush, like, of an introduction to um, the new types of enemies that we'll get to fight.
1: Yeah, you have uh, the three new types of enemies uh, boarding the ship. So you're blasting cannons at the Flying Dutchman. You have to turn around and stop to fight these new enemies. Which were really cool, by the way. That eel one that shocks you. And oh yeah, the poison. The poison one was cool, but that giant crab, like that tanky just beast. Oof, and yeah, yeah, you are set up to win, and and you know it, it does feel scripted as aside from you know the enemies boarding and fighting because you actually have to fight them. But still, I, it's it's the spectacle, and and it's, it's, I yeah. feel like it's it's meant to get your heart pumping and get you excited to continue on these these five tall tales, you know, and, and finish it and then do the next one.
2: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well,
3: yeah, and I think they they y- you expect to win because that's just like it's a video game, like we have to win. But at the same time, you you are thinking this is only the first tall tale, right? right? right. So what's going to go awry that this is going to take this away? And again, I think. You think you're gonna win because you know we're on the ferry of the damned. I mean, that's not that's a that's a beastly of a ship itself, but yeah, having all these creatures kind of come out and uh, come come after you, I mean, it was crazy. That big that big uh, crab guy, he did one smash, and I'm like, uh, guys, I, I'm down. I, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think I
1: think he killed us all, but luckily you just respawn and nothing resets. You just kind of respawn into the battle as it's going. I mean, it yeah. was honestly the first time. Excuse me. It was the first time since playing Sea of Thieves where I thought in like kind of video game terms where cuz the whole idea is like we have to sneak onto the 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 ferryman's ship and we don't want him to see us. We got to go down and find out who's, you know, who's down in the cells or whatever. And so we got on and I was like, "Well, how do we get down? Like if he sees us is it game over? Like do right. we restart?"
2: And then I was just like, "No, let's just go." Yeah, and he's just
1: like, <laughs> "Stop, hold it," you know, like so. It's all part of it, but like that was the first time since playing the game where I thought of like how another game might do it, you know. Well,
3: here because they brought in was... you got to tuck to get on the ferry of the dam. It was kind yeah. of funny how they brought that in,
1: <laughs> the typical Sea of Thieves toxic fashion.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was.
1: I don't know. Every every part of it was just a blast from start to finish.
2: I felt like it was really again just approachable something that anybody could do a great start to this story they really just wanted people to be able to sit back and appreciate it which is why they made it its own instance you know you're not doing this um on the active sea of thieves in adventure mode which I appreciate and I think I mean that was clearly a very conscious choice by Rare and I think it was the right choice. Well,
3: yeah, can you imagine like and not to jump around in the tall tale, but can you imagine just trying to go through the cave and, and try to find things and you have other players kind of tucking, waiting for you? I mean, because you're doing a tall tale and most tall tales, you don't have a lot of treasure. I mean, unless you find a sunken ship or something you want to stop at. So it would just be really annoying to have that kind of happen. And I, I do agree. I'm, I'm glad they did that where you kind of take off and you're, you're in your own little space to to start this journey.
1: Well, that's the thing I was saying yesterday. I think I sent you both a message about it. And, like, of just me coming across it accidentally. Just scrolling through Twitter. Because I do follow other Twitter accounts besides people that talk about Sea of Thieves. But I just happen to see some people talking about Tall Tale 2. I have no idea what they're talking about. Like, no one went into specifics. But just, sadly, it seems that Tall Tale number 2 is not instanced. And there's it always takes you to the same location. Like, the same end spot. So, there's... A, two things one of people waiting around and just spawn killing you just for the hell of it and the second is you not being able to do it because someone else is doing it
0: oh
2: i didn't realize that if somebody else is doing it you might not, you have to wait
1: so
3: no yeah and that 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 stinks i mean you have to have i, I do enjoy like everyone we can all well if that's another podcast another another episode to go in pvp versus pve and all that but um, I, I get where they're coming from, and, and they've actually already addressed it on their Twitter account to say that they're looking for a fix, um, you know, with any bugs that they may have, small bugs there, but also how they can kind of change that so that it doesn't happen anymore either. So hopefully, depending on when you're listening to this, that that might be updated and fixed by that time.
2: But it's okay. I mean, I, mean, I that, that can, can happen to you on any Tall Tale. Like, like, it's, right. un, it's, it's unlikely, unlikely that somebody's going gonna... to spawn camp you at, on Shores of Gold because that's wild but like it could happen to you at any Tall Tale that you're, you're doing this in adventure mode you're doing this with active other players and it's and it, I don't know I say this now like I'm all chill and cool but like it, but then you really know me and when I actually get faced with other people trying to take my shit I get pissed
1: later tonight we're going to be doing it and someone's going to be fighting us and you're going to be like we're
2: just trying to do a Tall Tale <laughs> yeah, exactly that's you know me well <laughs> Well, you know, for me, it's
3: always been that it's that to me, that gives me an edge that something else that is unexpected from even a tall tale can be right around the corner and that we have to be prepared for it. So I guess for me and I agree, it's like, dang it, like, I just want to complete this thing, Uh, but it gives me an edge and it does enhance my experience, I think, a little bit to know that someone can PvP me at any moment. Um, because if someone sees a ship, you don't know if they're doing a tall tale, so some people just want to go and check it out.
1: That's how they get their treasure. Oh, yeah, dude. That's... It's the
2: nature of
1: the game. That, I mean, yeah, that's... Without, like, a PvPve setting, I don't think... One, I don't think this game would work. Two, I don't think it would be fun if it was just Pv... If it was the exact same game it was now with no PvP, I do not think it would be fun. I yeah. like... I mean, I, I also get frustrated and you know discouraged um, at times, but I like that feeling of like anything can happen, anyone can show up. What's that ship on the horizon? What are they doing? And this leads us to this week's tall tale. <laughs> bum bum bum. Dun, dun, dun. You like that segue? <laughs> I'm not even riding it. Dad jokes.
3: You sure sailed into that one. Oh.
1: <laughs> so, let's hear it. Me and Case jumped on, slooping it. You know. slooping it up. Uh, no plans, you know. We did not buy a voyage. We did not put down any voyage. Um, we were just like, let's just sail around and see what happens. You know. We saw a brig off in the distance, fairly close too. Just chilling at a small island. There for a while, so I assume they were I assume they were in doing a voyage or something, right? Digging up some chests or fighting some scalys. Uh so case is like, let's throw up the uh let's throw up the alliance flag, head on over, see what's up, see if they want alliance. If not, then we'll just go off on our way, you know.
2: We do not often just roll up and introduce ourselves to other players. We are not those players, but I think we're both trying to be those players a little bit more.
1: I do it mostly when I'm solo slooping.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, I think in the goodness of your hearts, as you try to do that. I mean, (laughs) this podcast is see a friend, so we're just trying to build that bridge (laughs) out there. We're just trying to be friends, man. I mean, to the other side, if we saw if 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 we were on a brig and we saw
1: a sloop or someone coming up, it's like, oh, get your get your irons ready. It's (laughs) it's time. Well, that's that's what I was telling Tuck uh, the other day when we were doing that first tall tale when we first loaded in, and that uh, galleon was rolling up on us, and I was just like, fire on him, fire on him and he was like we're firing okay and he fired and then they're like hey we're killed we're cool we're cool we're cool and we're like all right stop firing let's help you know we patched up their ship and we helped them out and stuff and that's what i was telling him i was like look i will roll up he's like or i think he said like why would anyone roll up on a ship like that and i was telling him like i'll roll up on a ship and say what up and be friendly but at the same time if a ship rolls up on me i'm firing at you
3: yeah i don't trust we know we know our intentions but there be pirates out there yeah man i can't trust a pirate
2: so but we go ahead we roll yeah, up on this sh- well we don't roll up on it we, we get close but i fire out of a <clears> cannon and go over and i'm just like i'm just gonna go over and see what they're doing and i swim up to them i have no weapons out and they start shooting at me um and I, I realize in retrospect that i should have just like flashed my lantern to maybe hopefully get them to just like chill and talk to us but they were not friendly and they killed me in the water it and took what- them a minute it did. They weren't. They weren't great. I mean, which neither am I. But it took but a while. Hey,
3: but that sounded
1: like that ignited the spark. Then, oh yeah. So we turned around. She loaded back on the sloop. We turned around. They started running from us. So we started chasing and we would get angles on him and fire a shot we'd hit it hit a shot or two miss a shot or two not not enough to do anything you know you're just putting a hole in them and then they're patching it up while they turn away and you miss your shot you know <coughs> uh one person tried to board us he did a piss poor job and uh, i killed him <laughs> <coughs> And this went on for good, I don't know, 15 minutes maybe.
2: Just like back and forth. Like we'd hit a couple, they'd hit a couple, but nobody could ever really like get the other one under fire. And I think we realized pretty quickly that there weren't three people on that boat. There were only two.
1: Were there? Only two?
2: I think so. Oh, I
1: thought there were three. Um, but yeah, so we I mean, it was it was I it was one of the first moments I've experienced of being on a a sloop where a a larger crew was running from me Mm -hmm. and i remember thinking like just fight man and then i thought to myself is this what it's like for other people when like i'm we're on like a a brig and we run from a sloop and they're like what are you running for you there's more of you (laughs) but that's that's interesting too because if
3: they're running to me in my mind it's like oh they got something good they're hiding like maybe i should pursue this
1: oh yeah man that was my that was my thought was like okay we're going to get... Oh, if, if we win this battle, this is our haul for the night, you know? We got this. Um, I, also, at the same time, I kept telling them to join the alliance.
2: <laughs> we were trying to be friendly. Sea yeah. of friends.
1: Um, I, I fired off at one point. I missed my board, sadly. I rarely fire off and try to board, so I'm not that best at it. Uh, but we did... You know, I, I healed the border. I, We We both killed uh people with cannons while firing at them
2: i was pretty proud of that
1: and then i i did finally get on board killed one as he was trying to patch and bail and then they and then they went down and it was very what's the word what is this word satisfying satisfying thank you what i don't know the simplest words
2: Hey, but I, would, I didn't know what word you were going to say, and Bill, like, picked up on that quick, man. Well,
1: I could just feel it. I mean, we... we...
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, because, look, we didn't get a ton of treasure. I think we got a couple things and some storage crates, maybe. Yeah, they, they
1: hadn't... They, I mean, they had a ton of supplies. True. Which, I mean, obviously they bought. They had, like, 50 bananas in a crate. But they had, like, a ton of supplies, which we took. Uh, they didn't have any... They had, like, a few, like, low-level skulls and, like, uh... Yeah, that's about it really. And that's when we realized, like, you know, they're probably new players.
2: Newer. They they had sales that were free with the plunder Plunder Pass, so or no I'm sorry. Free with season three. The, free with renowned. The season
1: the season two. They had the yes. mermaid the mermaid um sales.
2: Um but it was just it was satisfying to do it and do it on our own. Like we don't often six win naval battles, um, the two of us, so
1: and we don't often win naval battles when we're. I feel like we don't. I feel. Hold on. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, that wasn't the cough. I just. I can't talk. It's my meeting. It's today's two o'clock meeting all over again. Um, I'm just stumbling over my words and looking like an idiot. Um, we. I. I feel anyways that we don't win when we are on the offensive i feel like Mm. we win mostly when we're on the defensive and but under
2: pressure maybe
1: yeah it felt good to win as the attacker as the aggressor you know well two on that like when you're on the defensive when we generally i
3: i would say is that we have something to lose like we've been probably playing for an hour hour and a half and we have a decent amount of loot and we just worked for so i can understand that where it's more pressure that you know we can stick it to it because we have more to live for, so to say. Yeah. If, they, if if they sink and we sink them, they go off, they can come back, but they really have nothing to lose unless they bought supplies and whatnot. But I mean you can raid a, a post and get all that stuff back or a good amount back. So I understand that it it's a different feeling when you are the aggressor on it because you you conquered some, you know you overcame, so to say, the odds of them trying to run away coming around, and then doing something that we're not
1: really used to. So,
2: and bravo. We, we don't start a game and just roll up on somebody. That's very unusual for us. So it was it was
1: cool. It was fun. And I also, I also feel it worked in our favor that we just didn't care. Right. Like at one point, Casey was like, we're really low on supplies. Like we're, We have like 15 cannonballs left. And I was just like, I mean, they're running. So if we run out of cannonballs, we can just turn around and go get some more somewhere. You know, they're not going to chase us down or hunt us down. So,
3: so you, you took away the fuel of being discouraged then. Exactly. There
1: we go. We're always going back to episode one.
3: Well, it does root yourself in the game. Um, as we talked about with PvP, PvE, whatever it might be. I mean, it, getting discouraged, roots yourself in this game. And if you conquer that, not
1: getting discouraged, the game will be a lot more enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Totes. Totes. And with that, today's episode has come to port. You like that?
2: Man, you love a good pun,
1: don't you, babe? I do. Nice. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check us out on all your favorite podcast apps. Every Friday, a new episode. Video versions every weekend following that Friday. So, like, one or two days later, hopefully.
2: Also, check out Last Call for
1: Lunch on Twitch. Oh, yeah. If you, if you do want to see us experience the first tall tale, you can check out the VOD, twitch.tv slash lastcallforlunch. Or if you just want to come and hang out and say what up while we're live, do that too, I guess. I don't know how to end stuff. That's my problem.
2: I think you did a great job. Just call it that yeah. <laughs> day. Thank you so we'll much. I'm it. Last Call for Lunch. <laughs> I'm Miss
1: lunch lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. And remember, it doesn't always have to be a C. Of Thieves
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.